Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. May God bless you this great day. I'm so thankful that we can call upon Him together. I'm so thankful that I can sit in this seat in front of this mic at KBXL 94.1 on Whiteman Street, across the street from the wonderful Dairy Queen. Oh, my. I've got to stay away from that place. But I'm thankful for this great opportunity, and I pray that you are too and that, that I can share something with you that would maybe touch your life a little, that maybe you would see God a little clearer. Maybe you could walk with him a little better. You say, how do you walk with him better? Well, I don't mean really mean better. I mean just to live Jesus and to stay in tune with Jesus. It's so important. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Another day we can live for you. Another day we can walk with you. Another day that we can be a difference maker. Another day that you can use us for your glory. And Lord, I pray you do. Lord, I pray your blessings all over this radio station. Lord, you be with Beth and Dave Schaefer and the crew here. God, watch over them. Take care of their every need. Thank you for their heart. Thank you for their service to the Treasure Valley. And Lord, I'm just thankful for the opportunity they give many of us pastors in the Treasure Valley and many of us leaders to share the good news of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I speak of that as I was sitting here in the studio a few minutes ago, my dear friend and a member of our church, Sandy Jones, runs the Christian Living Magazine, just walked by, and her husband Steve is with her, and they're doing a show in another studio. Uh, she has a show that's on every week, great show. And um, But Steve has cancer all through his body, all through his body. But he is trusting God to touch him. His attitude has been very tremendous. He believes in God. Folks, he has cancer in his ribs, in his back, in his, in his brain, in his face. He has cancer all through his body. But we are believing God can touch him. God can heal him. His attitude has been tremendous. And his wife's attitude is amazing. Sandy is a dear woman of God. In fact, if you have not uh, received the Christian Living Magazine, they're all over in restaurants and convenience stores all over the valley. They're phenomenal. It's really telling testimonies of people, and it is touching lives. I mean, I think she said that there's sometimes over 50,000 hits uh, on that website and through the magazine that people are listening. So, but I want to pray for Steve right now. Our Heavenly Father, I love Steve. I've known him for years and years. Lord, I walked with his mother too, and as she lived to be 101 years old. And Lord, now Steve has got this cancer, but God, this cancer is not too great for you. And Lord, I know he's going through some experimental drugs, and Lord, maybe these are the things that you're going to use to touch people's lives, and I pray you'd be a Steve. God, encourage him. Thank you for his attitude. Thank you for Sandy, God, and her ministry. And Lord, she's trying to keep the ministry flying while dealing with this. God, take care of her. Take care of their financial needs. Lord, take care of Christian Living Magazine. God, I just, uh, I'm so thankful just to be able to pray for them today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's interesting when it invokes thoughts, and that was when them walking by the office here, I have a window in the hallway, and as I'm speaking, I can see them and go by, and I just, my heart was touched. In fact, I got a little tear in my eye from praying that prayer because they mean so much to me, and uh, 
I, years ago, they started coming to our church and they started worshiping God. They hadn't been in church in years. They got married and, and to watch their progress and, and Sandy has been such an instrumental leader in this state with the ministry association. And, and, uh, she also is the director now, the state director of the, uh, church of God in the, in Idaho. But I'm so proud of her, but keep them in prayer. P- please keep Steve in prayer. Anyway, you know, Colossians chapter three, verse 23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. Work at it with all your heart and working for the Lord, not for men, not for the, the slap on the back that you need, but for the Lord. You know, experts spend a lot of time trying to figure out what makes people successful. I, in my life, have read many, many, many books on success, on leadership. I've been to many seminars. I've been to conferences of major churches across the nation. Years ago, I went to Saddleback probably four or five times and had some great conferences. They had uh, this Purpose Living Conferences Rick Warren led, and some people like Rick, some don't, but I do. I like him. I like, and I, I believe his heart's pure, but uh, that's just my opinion. And, uh, and but I, I certainly learned a great deal and went to John Maxwell's Leadership Conference um, uh, numbers of time, went to the Mariner's Church, went to the, the big church in, in Seattle on the waterfront, went all over the place trying to learn trying to grow, trying to be the best I can be. And I, you know, I've learned from people. I was so fortunate because I was involved in the Vancouver First Church of God. Now, years ago, now it's called First Church, Vancouver First Church. But it was a church that grew to, you know, in the thousands, uh, thousand to 2,000 uh, people. And and uh, I was a part of that staff for nine years, eight and a half years with a man named Gerald Marva, who now is with the Lord. Gerald probably was the greatest speaker that I've ever heard in preaching. I mean, amazing. He touched my life. To work under him was amazing. He wasn't somebody that was a great people's person, but he was somebody that could bring the word and truth. He was humorous. He brought it in a way that you understood. And his kids went on to preach. And uh, Bob, his, his, his youngest son now has a church of uh, I don't know, it's 2,500 in Bellingham, Washington, and it's changing lives. Bob's a great friend of mine. He was one of my interns. And his daughter, Lori Salerno, has spoke all around the country, spoke to thousands upon thousands of people, and runs a wonderful ministry in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's changing lives. You know what? God uses anybody willing to be used. He wants us to have a heart after him. But what is what what makes us do what we do? I believe it's passion. Passion is the first step of achievement. Some people say I have a passion for sports because they've heard so many sports stories. And I started out in this world. I was an athlete, and then I became a coach early age, 19 years old, became a coach and coached for years. Even in my ministries over the years, even as senior pastor of Cloverdale, I coached varsity basketball for a couple of years. I coached and I announced sports. It is a it, Sports is a passion. You know why? God has used it. God has used it to bring kids to the Lord. God has used it to encourage people. I got to say that I am friends with almost everybody that I've ever coached over the years. I still run into them and this and that, but it was a passion. And that's fine. It's a great passion. But our greatest passion 
should be passion to be a solid man or woman of God. You know, the stronger you are, the stronger you grow in him, the greater potential you have. Passion increases your willpower. There is no substitute for passion. You know, when you coach, you try to teach kids passion. Hey, let's go out and win this game. Let's go. We could beat these people. I remember uh, passionately speaking to some of our kids over the years. I remember being behind at halftime by 18 points in a basketball game and, and speaking. and says, we can do this. This isn't over. Don't think it's over just because they got a good start. Let's whittle that lead down. By the time we get the fourth quarter, let's only be eight points behind. And if we're eight points behind, then we'll catch up by the end of the game. Guess what? We went on and beat the undefeated team, and we won that game. The kids got a passion. They got a light. They got encouraged. We need to be encouraged. I remember a football game. I had a year that was amazing early on when I coached football. We went undefeated. We won the championship. But every game was close, and, and, and two or three of them were on miraculous, miraculous plays that we won the game. In this one game, we were behind by two touchdowns with just a couple minutes left, 12 to nothing to a to a team that, you know, where they were so excited to beat us because we were undefeated. And, and I was like, don't give up, guys. Let's not give up. So we went down, and I think it was about a minute left. We scored a touchdown, and my little kicker, Tommy Newsom, kicked an extra point, and it, we were behind 12 to 7. With uh, time running out, we got the ball, but we had our timeout, so we stopped them. They kicked to, kicked to us. We got the ball back with time dwindling down. And we'd move the ball down to, oh, maybe the 35-yard line or 30-yard line, somewhere like that. And there was time for really one play or two plays left. So I called the timeout, and I drew up. I made up a play on the spot. I just made it up. And... And had these guys do certain things. I had these two guys in the end streak to the middle. And I had my quarterback, his name was Rodney Beacock. And he was a smart kid, a four-point student. And he had, he was a, he was just a smart quarterback. But I said, Rodney, just throw it up and we're going to hit the Hail Mary, virtually what it was. It was a Hail Mary. Throw it to the middle. And one of our two guys, we can catch it and win the game. You know, And, and so everybody's bated breath and – we go to the last play, and he goes back to pass. He has time. Our line makes time for him. He heaves the ball up there. And my two WD and my other guy, I think his name is Bot, they came together in the middle, threw it up, and their defenders were all over him. The ball went up in the air about the two-yard line, and WD, Inman, dived into the end zone and caught the ball on reflection. We won the game 13-12. to I had parents that year say, we want a pastor to coach our kids. <laughs> he said, you've had so many miraculous wins. And I could tell you other stories that year. They were miraculous wins. Then the next year, I had a team that was that was just tremendous all the way around. They had great athletes. And so we didn't have the struggle that we had uh, uh, that year. But, you know, went on to win five games. Went, went on to win five of six games. And and only lost to a team that was bigger from another district. And, you know, it was it was amazing. But you teach to have passion for what you're doing. People of God, I know I told a lot of stories today, not much time for message, but have a passion to serve God. Have a passion to be a difference maker. God loves you. Have a great day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.